morning, everybody, especially you, Adam, Adam Sonalto. I'm Jack Mancini. I'm here with my partner of uh, a long, partner of a long time here, Adam Sonalto. Over 20 years we've been together doing business coaching and making podcasts. And the podcasts we make are basically with uh, a couple of companies we, we created. Uh, one is a Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And the other is a coaching company uh, called Maximum Value Partners. And we coach owners of small businesses, one to 25 employees in any industry. And since we've been doing this for so long, we have hundreds of clients. We could, well, I don't know if we get into thousands, but certainly hundreds. And uh, we, we take the problems that the small business world experiences every day in business that we've seen and solved issues for our 20 years. But we, we take these problems that we solve and we make them into a podcast. Pretty simple, right? And it is. And it's, uh, we have... Uh, over 400 or no 300 what's the number i keep forgetting this, it. this is episode 344 right now jack 344 right that's a lot of episodes prior to doing this we were on the radio or uh we had a radio program that did roughly the same thing different format but uh that was done for we were doing that for about four years before we did the podcast so we have a string of podcasts over well over 300 and it covers just about every problem you could think of as a small business owner. We come up with solutions and we have fun doing it. We don't take on somebody to coach uh, unless we feel they can su succeed. We have a little uh, test that allows us to screen those people out. So here you got us. Here you are, a small business owner looking for somebody to talk to that makes sense. And here we are. So we, uh, we, we, we take the situation and we kick it around. And let's see what happens. So today, what are we going to talk about? How often should I contact a past customer? How often? So today I make a sale. I make a sale to... Uh, Harry, the guy who I've known for 25 years, he has a company that does two million in sales. I'm going to I'm going to contact him a little more often. Maybe I have a great relationship with him right now. I want to keep it that way. But the way I'll handle him will be different than if I have a big major 100 Fortune 100 company that I've just done an order with. When should I contact them again? Purchasing department is probably sitting in the purchasing department. That's where the relationship is. And they have staff, they have people that kind of water that down. So I'm talking to a guy who doesn't influence the decisions to make the particular product I'm buying, but he does influence the buy. But it's different than Harry. Uh, but the point is, I should be aware of that, aware of touching my clients, especially the good ones, on some kind of basis. And how I do that and how frequently I do that is the key. So what do you think, Adam? And how are you this morning? I'm excellent, Jack. Thank you for asking. Um, you know, it's one of those things I think many people 
I guess we wanted to bring this up as a, a question that, you know, because I don't want to assume, I don't want to assume that you listening to this podcast, that's part of your, your regular rhythm of your business. And I think part of that is, Jack, as we know, talking with and working with hundreds of small companies, we're very big as entrepreneurs and small business owners uh, of getting and falling in love with something shiny and new. All right, we all love that shiny new object. And a lot of our clients refer to those as kind of those squirrels, right? Ooh, look, a squirrel. Like, you know, it it's, can be distractions, but, it, it, but it, it can bring some excitement. You know, it's like any new relationship your you know hope springs eternal jack you know this new this new person this new relationship is going to be the one it's going to last forever so you know whether it be that new hire that, that you brought on board or whether it's a new personal relationship for you whatever it might be i think many of us will kind of fall into that trap of really just really spending a lot of time and effort with those new shiny things that are often unproven all right these are you know these those new things are things and you know those new people are people maybe that we haven't experienced yet yeah, we give them all kinds of the benefit of the doubt, whereas those folks that we know pretty well, those those past customers. Well, why know, is that? Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, that's one of the things I wanted, I wanted to kind of bring up here is it's something that we see quite often in the small business world of, kind of, again, continue to kind of chase all these new things, and yet we're forgetting about those past customers. And so if you've been in business for a little while, you know, several years or maybe several decades, Chances are you've got a pretty significant list of prior customers, of folks who have experienced your products and services. Now, as we know, Jack, usually uh, people become past customers for a reason. All right. Now, maybe maybe it didn't go so well. Maybe things didn't happen. Maybe it just, again, your product or service served the need for a certain pe period of time, and now things have kind of moved on. But should we really take those prior customers, those past customers, and just kind of toss them in the garbage, never to be heard from again? Great point. Heck so, no. Right, well, <laughs> but, that, but we know that's where a lot of folks are, Jack. It's it's one of those very untapped, um, you know, I guess, assets for a business. You know, you've got all these people that have experienced you and experienced, experienced what's kind of going on. And so, so, like many things, I think we'll make excuses. Well, gee, I can't, I can't call, I can't call Harry up, you know, because Harry was mad at me last time that we talked, right? Or, or something didn't didn't happen, or there was misunderstanding. Okay, well, that was four years ago, Jack. You know what? What happens in four years? Who knows? You know, has Harry even thought about you at all? Maybe he's thinking about you. Maybe he's afraid to reach out to talk to, to, to talk to you, and he'd welcome a phone call from you, right? Who knows? Who knows? But the point here is. One of the things when it comes to the marketing plan, that's what we're talking about here, because I always like to make sure people are aware of what's going on here. We're discussing the marketing plan, which is one of our seven keys, Jack. And so when it comes to, to, to past customers, are past customers part of your marketing plan? If not, pay attention today. You know, this is a show for you to kind of maybe get you excited versus, what I'm afraid is when I mentioned past customers versus the shiny new objects, I may have sucked a lot of the oxygen out of the room, Jack. Because, again, they're all excited about the new so. stuff. I don't think so. Well, again, because they're all excited about all the new stuff. But the old stuff has a history there. And the history that's there, we can often maybe kind of go negative, right? So let's start with, you know, why don't you pull together a list of your past customers and start looking at them and seeing. And so whether you've got tens or hundreds or thousands of past customers, is there somebody there to start with? 
So somebody there to start with that you'd like to kind of reach out to and just kind of touch base and see what's kind of going on. So I think it starts with that because it can be a potential gold mine for you and your small business. You know, um, one of the things that, that I think people maybe will make excuses not to do this is saying, well, what am I going to do? Call up Harry and say, hey, Harry, you haven't bought from us in a while. About time, isn't it? Well, that's, I guess that's one approach, Jack. You can, you can, you can do that. But I guess our standpoint is try to be very conscious of adding value. So from thinking about Harry, how can I add some value to Harry? Is there a way for me to add some value to Harry? Well, what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, it could be something as simple as, say, hey, you know what? I've got somebody who's looking for, for work and Harry, you know, Harry's always looking to hire people. I think this would be a good person for Harry to meet. Or perhaps there's somebody who's who, who needs what Harry does. You know, if he's, you know, for his business, that maybe there's somebody that, that I know that should meet and kind of be become aware of his his products and services. That could happen. Maybe I saw an article. There's an article that kind of triggered me, made me think about Harry for you know for the first time. Yeah, I want to share it with them, right? But it's always great if you start with the idea of a way to maybe add some value to somebody. And so if you're if you're looking at that 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 list of prior customers, I gotta believe, Jack, you can find at least somebody to start with. And say, hey, there's somebody on this list I can start to add some value to that I haven't touched base with in a while. So I think there. most 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 people are hesitant to call, and I don't know why why those mental blocks are there, but they're clearly there. No question in my mind. Why is that? <clears throat> well, I think we as humans can. While we get excited about about those new opportunities, we can also get very negative. You know, we can make excuses why not to do stuff, or we can you know get stuck in the past in terms of kind of, you know kind of where things were. <clears throat> but guess what? If you haven't talked to somebody in several years, and you know, coming now, I mean, hopefully the, the maybe the pandemic has broken people some of those some of those fears, Jack. But if you haven't talked to somebody since the pandemic started, I mean, heck, there's got to be a lot of changes in their world since that happened, right? Because there's been a lot of changes in your world too. So if nothing else, maybe you call to get updated. Hey, Harris, reach out. You know, I just wanted to get to get updated. I want to see how things are kind of going. I'm curious what's going on with you. I'd like to share the things that are kind of going on with me as well, but I, I'm curious, how, how you doing? So just kind of you know, reaching out and it's got to be genuine though, right? Yeah. You know, this come off as like some, <clears throat> this, isn't a, this isn't some sales ploy. This is really, again, these are people that, Again, they're folks you have a relationship with, right? These are folks who have invested their time and hard-earned dollars to to buy your product and service at some point. So that there's a relationship there. And so why not just call to kind of get updated and see what's going on? And as part of that discussion, see what comes out of it. As you're talking to somebody and you're getting updated, there should be some things that hopefully trigger. Hey, here's something that I can do that, that, to help help you with that situation. Whatever might have happened. And at the very least, if you're getting updated and you're showing interest in them, people love talking about themselves. You know, often the, the, the best discussions people say, that's a great discussion, Jack. And usually what the, what the topic was, it was them just talking for half an hour about their stuff. And so they feel it was a great discussion. Well, is that true? How often that happens, huh? Right. But so it could be just as simple as that in terms of, hey, you know, I wanted to get updated with you to see what's kind of going on. I want to see there's ways I can help you. Now, this is a great, great time to do something like that, too, this time of the year. Coming into a new year and, you know, you're updating accordingly. 
haven't talked to you, Adam, in, in six years. My God, that's an awful long time. Right. So a lot of things may have changed in, in their business. I mean, to your point, you, you're giving examples at the outset here, Jack. It could be somebody you have a very good personal relationship with, or maybe it's you know one of those past customers is part of a big corporation. Well, hey, is Harry even there anymore? Hey, Harry left two years ago. He, yep, Harry retired. You know, COVID was just kind of pushed him over the, edge, over the edge as he's kind of done. Okay, well, hey, well, who's the new Harry? You know, is somebody else in his seat now? And, well, could they use what you do? You know, shouldn't you maybe meet that person then too? So some of these reacquaintances of past customers might lead to some of those shiny new objects, Jack. Some of those, those shiny new relationships might be there. It's a way to touch base with those folks. But again, if you're calling to kind of just get updated, at the at, and if you think about what the worst thing could be, come back to your question earlier about, well, why don't people do this? Well, I always like to kind of think about what's the worst case scenario. And now keeping in mind, folks, you know, I spent a summer doing cold calls for a stockbroker when I was in college. And I made 300, 300 phone calls a day, smiling and dialing as we talked about, Jack, right? And it didn't feel very good to, to, to perfect strangers on top of it. Right. Yeah. And it, it didn't feel really good that first day, you know, and people are yelling at me, hanging up on me, you know, calling me names. Right now, these are folks who didn't really know me at all. So uh, you don't take it personally. So, but the same thing, it goes, okay, what's the worst thing that happens? I call that past customer and Harry gets pissed off and he, he slams the phone down on me. Okay. Well, I guess I can cross Harry off my list of, past customers to get updated with you know hey i got up there with harry and harry's still pissed off at me okay great good to know he carries a grudge for for, for years jack right? Lifetime, right right or, or whatever's going on or harry maybe harry isn't my kind of guy harry's kind of losing it here a little bit you know so maybe we should kind of move on so if you start to kind of try to pick through what those what are those worst case scenarios you know what are you afraid of <clears throat> what, could, what could go wrong because if you get once you get through those usually there aren't too many of those jack you know, there's a few of those. Okay, that then you can flip flip the script here. It's okay. Well, what's what's the upside here? What could happen? All right. At the very least, maybe you're going to update with somebody who you, I don't know, you consider a friend, but again, somebody you're certainly a good acquaintance with, somebody you're certainly interested in, have you know that you care about, and you've now left them with a positive impression because maybe they hadn't been thinking about you for a couple of years either. But now I hear that, hey, Jack came back in and it was, I had a good discussion with Jack. Also, I'm talking about Jack to people, right? Well, that's probably a good thing if, if I'm talking well about you versus... <laughs> that's the key. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, coming back to the, the opening point here about making sure we're trying to add value here. We're showing a general interest. It's not It's not Jack Collins and, hey, want to buy my stuff again? Right? That, that isn't, that, you know, that... That, that might be part of why it's there. That maybe they're thinking that, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm calling some interest in what's kind of going on with you and see, see what's happening, you know? And so I'm not calling you to, to, to ask you for a sale. I'm calling to see what's kind of going on. I'm, I'm calling to kind of get that relationship dusted off a little bit, maybe, you know, reestablished and kind of see, is there anything there? Is there, is there anything there that we can do that, again, it, it's like any relationship, Jack, it's got to be beneficial for both parties. So if it's, going to be beneficial it might lead to something if not it's okay we can then cross cross harry off we move on to the next person <clears throat> but it's it, there are a lot of great potential upsides to what's kind of going on yeah people people who know you are, are the best source of referrals 
or a small unknown business, especially. And if you can get your yourself in top of their mind as they go about their business, they're going to find all of a sudden you 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 ring a bell in their head. They're talking to people that go out to lunch with the same guys and do whatever, however people navigate their day. It uh, uh, it it's it's a good way to go and get business. It just is. People who know you know you, like you, and trust you. All right. Now you got to be make sure that you're ready, Jack. So make sure you're ready for this phone call because again, if you're going to ask somebody for an update from their standpoint. Of course, they're probably going to ask you for an update on your standpoint. So right. what's happened? So if you don't have anything to say, and it's crickets, it's going to be a little bit awkward if you have that kind of discussion. It's not going to leave the, the positive impression and feeling that you're hoping to leave. So be ready to kind of talk about some things that are happening from your standpoint. So what's been new for you? So you know, may boil down to a couple of bullet points. So you want to make sure that you have some talking points to build things to be able to talk about. And because, again, if they're genuinely interested in you, they're going to want to know what's happening on your front. Now, if you haven't had any updates and there's nothing to talk about, OK, there's a separate discussion there that we need to talk about. Right. It'll be a separate show. But it's just sort of like we see, you know, if, if it's been a couple of years since you <laughs> talked to somebody, there should be some some things that have happened. You know, I guess we're we're blessed from the standpoint that we've all been through a world, worldwide pandemic these last couple of years, Jack. So we all have things that have probably changed, but that's not always going to be the case. You know, and so we're kind of coming out. So what's what's happening? What's new? And what are you excited about? And part of that, come back to what you're saying, Jack, about, you know, referrals and word of mouth. That's, as we know, as a small business, that is the number one way to grow a small business. Yet, it's one of those things that people often feel very powerless in order to make it start to happen. You know, so this is how it starts to happen. You, you stay in front of people. You stay, people, you stay top of mind of people. Well, perhaps you can ask for some introductions. Who are you trying to meet? What would help you in your business? And so, again, if I'm going to come back to Harry here, you know, we'll keep picking on Harry you know, as our past customer. So, Harry, you know, I'd love to meet somebody that does this. And again, it could be an introduction for somebody who might be able to buy your product or service, Jack. Or it could be, hey, we're looking to hire here. We can't find somebody. You know, I had somebody just retire last month and I've been trying to replace this person. You know, I'm looking for somebody with these kind of skills. And so, if you're ready, in terms of if they ask how they can help you, you want to make sure you're ready to be able to answer that question. What kind of things can they do that would make the needle move for your business that they could help you with? And if you have somebody who is a past customer who has experienced your products and services, holy cow, what a great person to be able to talk about you and your business because they've experienced you. So they can be a tremendous referral source for you. Again, whether it be for direct business, whether it be for folks who are looking to hire, or it could be, hey, I'm looking for a new insurance agent, Jack. Do you have a good insurance agent? Oh, I hate insurance people. Okay, well, maybe you're, you aren't the guy to give me a new insurance agent, but we can then commiserate about problems we've had, we've had with our insurance agents, right? But it's, it, it, you know, part of this is being ready for these calls too, but you need to have some updates about stuff and, you know, give them something to, 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 to be interested in and know that you're progressing and moving along because nothing's worse than the, Hey, you know, nothing's changed, Jack. It's all the same. That, that's a very quick 30-second conversation. I'm okay. You're okay. Wasn't, wasn't that the book? Yeah. Well, yeah, you get nothing. Zero, zero change of data and information that's, that's uh, valid. 
Yes. So but yeah, that's it's 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 easy to do. It sorts out the the uh, possibilities rather quickly, and and yeah, I mean it's it it, it comes up with the the potential referral that really is a good one. So if you're if you're like us and you have a maybe you have, you have a podcast, right? A lot of people do a podcast these days, Jack. There's over there's over a million of them. Well, maybe you invite your past customers on to be a guest on your podcast to share their story, to discuss what they're doing. And I bet you if they come on to your podcast and talk about what they're, what they're doing at some point, Jack, they're probably going to talk about their experience with you and your business. Hopefully there's some good stories there. some positive stuff where they're also going to share a testimonial about you and what you've done for them, how you helped them. That's right. Unprompted, excuse me, unprompted. Just in a, in a give and take of the conversation, good stuff could drop out. You know, you just don't know. It usually does happen that way. Right. And one of the things that we, we've noticed, people like to tell their stories, Jack. <clears throat> and they're often, you know, I don't want to say that they're embarrassed, but they're often like, oh, you want to you hear my story? Okay. Well, you know, so they, they feel good about that. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're trying to, you know, again, past customers is probably one of the the biggest untapped gold mines in small business where people just kind of throw it away. And it's, it's one of those things, Jack, when we talk about how it's easier to buy a company versus start a company from scratch. Yes. And one of the reasons reasons we talk about that is why, because you've, you've got history with that company. And part of that history is you've got past customers. So for the folks who haven't heard, haven't heard your, uh, your, uh, Armature winding story, Jack. You know, why don't you give me, you know, you had as part of that company, just so people are aware, one of the companies Jack bought was a company that was, was being foreclosed on by the IRS. And he came in and saved it just before the IRS kind of padlocked the door. And, uh, but you had, you had a lot of past customers that were there that, that had been customers for years. And there were some that owed you money, right? And so part of what you discovered when you got in there, Jack, was you had, you had like 50,000 bucks of accounts receivable that was there from that maybe it was a couple of years old. What, what what happened when you reached out to those those prior customers and they slam the phone on you and tell you to you know go pound salt? You know what what happened when, when you reached out to those to those past customers? Well, of course they wanted to talk and settle their debt and find all kind of reasons not to pay, but uh, you know they they <clears throat> weren't rude. A few a few might be you might call it rude, but uh, no, they were very accommodating. Wanted to tell their story, like Adam says. Uh, and I had a story to tell, much briefer to them, but uh, yeah, and, and it resulted in doing some very good business with past customers. I didn't know you guys were really still there, and you know, it's just those little simple discoveries, and uh, it works. It works, guys. So, so not only did you collect old old funds <clears throat> that were due to you, Jack, but you also got some new business out of those folks. Right? right, you got some new orders, so it was nice. <clears throat> so, if you think about your business that way a little bit, think about your business as okay. I got somebody new coming into my business. What's one of those key assets that I've got with my business? It's my customers, and you know, it's one of those things that if the phone keeps ringing, you know, people people are there. You know, people people bought your service. And again, there's unhappy customers. You know, things didn't go well. It's okay. That's part of life. 
this is a chance to recover from that and kind of, you know, make good again. People will, will give you a second chance, a third chance, whatever it might be. There's still a need for your product or service out there. But if you had, if you had a fresh person coming in, taking over your business, I got to believe one of the first things that that person would do would be, give me a list of your current and past customers. Let me start reaching out. Let me introduce myself. All right. So if somebody who's new to your business would do that, why in the heck wouldn't you, the current person, want to do something like that? That's right. That's right. <clears throat> and so we've got people kind of dragging their knuckles or worried about recessions and all these kind of, okay, guess what? You have a lot of assets as part of your business. You know, and, and that's one of the prime ones I think most people overlook, step right over, forget about, tuck away in a corner, st stick in a closet somewhere, it, it's stuck in a file cabinet somewhere or in a computer somewhere, wherever it might be. So if, if, if this show does nothing else for you, other than to make you go take a look and dust off, I challenge any of you to please reach out to us. You can email us at radio at maximumvp.com. You can give us a call, 330-849-0670. If you cannot find at least one past customer who's worth reaching out to, give us a list of your past customers. We'll help you figure out who to go, who to go reach out to. We'll call them ourselves. To, to be able to reach out to them because I can almost guarantee you've got some potential sales to grow your business that are there, whether it be directly from those past customers or again, well, you're, you're, you're saying it right, Adam. Well, or if you're, it, it, it could be them introducing you to somebody else. Hey, I don't need what, you, what you're doing anymore, Jack. I, I'm on the way out, but boy, I have somebody else you should, you should meet. That if you do these kind of things, again, it's basic blocking and tackling. And so picture if you have a couple hundred past clients, what if one, one, one person per day you reach out and touch base with over the next year? One a day. That's it. Now, keep in mind, this is coming from a guy who did 300 phone calls a day, smiling and dialing, getting my nose bloodied. So, you know, you might need a little bit of that toughening up. But, hey, guess what? You don't have the benefit of not being tough. You're a small business owner. That's part of your job. You can't make excuses. You got to make things happen. And so looking at your past <clears throat> customers in a whole new way, and this is the time of year, we're recording this in early December, and it's great to be able to plan out your year. What's your next year going to look like? And why not? What if you were able to recapture some of these past customers? What would that mean for you and your business? What would that mean for you and your business in terms of who cares about this recession? Part of the beauty of a small business is you can react and adjust and do things differently than, than a big business can. Yeah, this is you're you're giving you're giving great advice here, Adam. Great advice. So be 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 your own recession proof. You've got stuff. You've got assets. Let's start with our past customers right now. Make a commitment to that to pull together a list of past customers and spend a little time with it, and get excited about those being old shiny objects. Because at one point, those past customers, Jack, they were the new shiny object. Right, they, they're the right. ones you didn't know about, and it was gonna, it was all gonna last forever. It was gonna be fantastic. So mm -hmm. don't let the history of maybe you know something went wrong, or just didn't happen, or just kind of it kind of wore out. It's okay. Reach back out, and again, once you get past whatever the worst thing in your mind that could happen, right? Are they gonna get so pissed off that you call them that they're gonna now go what? Place a bad review for it again. People don't do that kind of stuff. People just don't. People don't act that way. 
So take advantage of the fact yeah. that, you're, that you're in a small business. It's a personal <laughs> relationship here. Let's touch base with some of these past customers. Absolutely. Good. You got me pumped up, Adam. I'm ready. You're ready. Where's our customer list? Give me my one for the day. All right. It's like taking a vitamin, right? That's it. You do do it every day. You know, you don't notice if you don't do it for a little while, but if you keep doing it for a while, it's gonna you're gonna notice some differences there. And uh, you know, it could be it could be a lot of fun. You can you're gonna learn a lot about yourself. And it could be a way to, not only for you to do this, but it's a way to maybe engage your team. Because chances are, again, even though you're the owner, you may not be the one that has a relationship with all the customers. So this is something you should encourage the rest of your team to do as well. Maybe, you know, maybe pull that list together. And, you know, when, when you're starting to kind of pull together, you know, one of your, your meetings or maybe you're having kind of a, a get together. Let's talk about some of those, those, those prior customers. Let's share some of those stories. And, much like I'm getting Jack pumped up right now, maybe you'll get pumped up. Your team will get pumped up. Say, hey, we we we, we can do this. They want to do it together because what's fun about that too is when you team up on stuff, it's easier to get stuff done, and it often creates a lot more energy, and and and, and much more positive feelings. And so, if you're able to do that, and, and if you're able to now reach out and touch those those past customers, most of those interactions are going to leave a nice warm fuzzy feeling. And who doesn't want those warm fuzzy feelings, Jack, as opposed to the cold prickly feelings? And so. These are folks who know you. Chances are that they'll take your call. Now, if they don't take your phone call, okay, you move on. We aren't going to take these things personally. Again, nothing, nothing ventured, nothing gained. You know, the, all, all these wonderful phrases that, that, that we hear over the years, you know, apply to something like this. So let's make a commitment to really reach out and and, and touch our past customers in a regular way. Make it make it part a regular part of your business and make it part of your marketing plan. What are we doing with our past customers? Because they're often forgotten about, tossed aside, and stepped over instead of picked up, dusted off, and given a little love and attention as they should be. The best way to get business is through referrals for a small company. And the best way to get referrals is to do what uh, we've been talking about for the last half hour. So get at it, folks. 2023 is right around the corner. One a day is no big obstacle. It would be the first 10 of those one a days that would, uh, you know, get you hard and start to get yourself hardened to this. It, it's awkward. It's awkward, but once you do it and learn it, it isn't. I'm not, the, you know, compared to Adam, I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm pixie dust. Is that what it is? Or decimal dust. <laughs> and an old accounting discussion. That's all right. Okay, very good. So that's our that's our speech. Our that's our that's our pump you up talk for the day to make sure we talk about past customers to get excited about it. So we appreciate you listening to our show. Uh, if you like what you heard, as we mentioned, this is episode three hundred and forty four. We've got three hundred forty three other episodes that are much like this one that stand the test of time. You can get them all at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. If you go to the website, you'll see there's an episodes button there. If you click on that, you can then you'll see a search bar. Type in whatever thought, comment, question you've got, and it'll feedback for whatever shows we've we've done on that topic. If you don't find a show that's, that suits your needs, please reach out. As I said, you can email us at radio at maximumvp.com or give us a call 330-849-0670. We'll be happy to answer the question for you directly, or we can do much like we did today and create a show for it. Because chances are, again, if you have that question, 
somebody else has it as well, and they'll be happy that you asked it, and we'll have a chance to be able to address it for them as well. So yes. appreciate you, appreciate you listening to, to another episode of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'll talk with you all next week. I don't know.